Welcome to MS Minute with DCND, your podcast for understanding multiple sclerosis. Every month, our MS experts tackle a different topic to help you manage your disease and live a better life. DCND is a private neurology practice based out of Dayton, Ohio. It's certified by the National MS Society as a comprehensive MS care center. Please note this podcast and its content is designed for educational and informational purposes only. Welcome to MS Minute with DCND. I'm your host, Natalie Pugar. Thank you again for joining us this week. Uh, this week, we have a very special guest. Um, Trenton joins us, and he was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in September of 2021. So, Trenton, thank you so much for coming on MS Minute with DCND. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm, I'm honored. Well, we are honored to have you, and we're 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 interested um, to pick your brain a little bit about this journey. Um, as we kind of discussed a little bit before um, this show began, you know, we do this because I think it's it's good to just know that you're not alone out there, and that everyone's story is different, but yet maybe has some similarities. So we hope um, that this will help anyone listening today uh, who's going through a, a similar situation. So I'd like to start off, but if you could just kind of, you know, share your story with us and tell us, you know, what was happening in September of 2021 um, that kind of got you thinking something might be off. So prior to September 21, when I got the diagnosis, about six months, I started noticing um, some of the signs at the time i didn't realize it was ms uh weakness um a lot of fatigue um would randomly wake up at times and you know just to just even walk would hurt you know if my kids gave me a hug it just kind of felt you know felt pain Hmm. um what really kind of put put it into perspective for me i was um i was watching a friend's kid and Earlier that day, I noticed like my, the left side of my body was just completely weak. Um, you know, I would try to grab a cup and couldn't really grip it well. And so I'm, I'm putting, I'm putting my friend's kid to bed and it's almost like my left leg is like giving out. Like I, I cannot walk it, Like if I walk, I feel like I'm going to fall. So sat down for a minute, um, was talking to my friends after I left driving home. And I started having what I thought was a stroke. I, my, my face just went completely numb. Um, I, I just didn't feel right. So I, I pulled over and uh, called, called an ambulance, went to the hospital. Um, they, ra- they ran some tests, scheduled a follow-up. And it was, it was kind of interesting because I had, a, I had an appointment scheduled anyway. So they were able to get me in sooner. And during that appointment, they, you know, we, as you know, they have you, you know, check your reflexes and kind of like follow, follow the pen or follow the light. Well, uh, Dr. Durrani had me stick my arms out and palms up and close my eyes. And immediately my left arm just dropped. I it was like, I couldn't, I couldn't even hold it up. So we started having discussions and um, you know, he was very, he was very honest with me. He said, you know, based off of what I'm seeing and what you've been feeling, I, he's like, I believe you might have MS, um, but we want to, to do some, to do some scans, uh, MRI and, um, a spinal tap. And 
those tests came back um, positive. You know, they confirmed what he was thinking that I, I had MS. And in that moment, it was kind of a, a shock to me, um, you know, because I'm going to be honest, when growing up, when you hear about MS, you actually, you know, I heard and my thought was that it was actually something that women tend to get, um, you know, because anybody that I knew that had MS, they were all women. Um, and usually, you know, they were older than uh, older at the time I was 30, um, older than 30. So it was definitely a shock. Um, and it took me a minute to, to process that. Um, I, I remember, you know, sitting in his office and I, I started crying, you know, because I, I knew at that moment, like my life had changed, you know, it's going to, it was going to change forever. Um, but we got to talking a little bit more and I felt really good about treatment. You know, like when we discussed the type of MS that I actually have and that, the, you know, the treatments and what, what they have been proven to do um, in the studies, I felt, I felt really confident um, going into that. Um, and in, in matter of fact, within a couple weeks, I actually had my first um, infusion uh, with Ocrevus. And that's a, for those of you who don't know, Ocrevus is a biannual infusion. Um, I, I'm horrible about taking pills. <laughs> and so, like, you know, kind of went over to options, you know, taking taking a pill every day, uh, a monthly injection or, you know, something six months ago. I'm like, well, if it's only twice a year, I mean, I can handle that. So, and, you know, from, from that point, from that point on, um, I went home. And the first person I called was, was my mom and, you know, told my mom, you know, my mom was like, it's going to be all right. You know, it's going to be okay. You got to slow down. Cause I was always on the go, you know, yes. I, I stay busy. Um, and she's like, you got to really slow down. And, um, and then I sat down and sat my kids down and I told them and, you know, my son being as inquisitive as he is, you know, he was just asking me like, you know, what is it? You know, and I love my kids. The first thing he asked was like, what can we do for you? What can I do for you? Uh And I I just, honestly, you know, it really touched me. I was like, honestly, just, just be there, support me. Um, But don't look at me as, you know, less than, and that's, that was my biggest fear Mm -hmm. was that we're going to, you know, treat me differently because like, oh, he has MS. Hold on. Um, And I, and I don't want that. Um, You know, I, the way that I kind of go about my life, you know, no matter how bad I might think, you know, somebody else out there that has it worse, Mm -hmm. you know, I, yes, I have MS. However, I always say MS doesn't have me. Mm -hmm. There's a difference. And it's really, you know, kind of about thought process and how you think about it. I have really bad days. I have really good days. And then I have days that are in between. I'm very honest and transparent, you know, on my really bad days. I I let my kids know. I let my girlfriend know. I'm like, hey, today is a bad day. I am not feeling it today, you know, and then people around me, they they offer their support. You know, what, what can I do for you? Um, and, and honestly, it could just be as simple as, you know, my, my kids doing the chores for me or right. um, and in, in extreme situations, you know, where it's 
absolutely painful just getting out of the bed. My kids just leave me alone, you know. But at the same time, I I have to remember that I'm also a parent. I'm a, I'm still a parent, and even though my kids are you know preteens, I can't I can't not be a parent just because I'm having a bad day. So I have to push through that. How do you do that? Um, honestly, first thing, just being fully transparent, you know, just my faith, um, you know, just prayer. It's something that has gotten me through a lot of things in my life. Um, it's something that I rely heavily on, um, to get me through my bad days. Um, the second thing, and even more, you know, from a physical standpoint is just being active. You know, um, I try to go to the gym at least three days a week. I, I coach basketball, uh, I referee basketball. So I'm active, staying active, um, good diet, good exercise. You know, I'm not, I don't, I, I don't eat a hundred percent healthy. Like I have cheat days, cheat meals. So I, you know, I, I feel like you don't have to sacrifice, you know, if you want that big, you know, greasy burger, you don't have to sacrifice that forever. Like it's okay to have the burger. Um, just make sure you're being careful about what you're putting in your body. Um, I think a lot of it also has to do with like your attitude and, and, and the kind of the mental health aspect of it. You know, if you wake up every day angry and, you know, just down, it's going to, it's going to affect your body. But if you wake up, even if you're, you know, even if it's a rough start, you wake up like, you know what, I'm not really feeling it today, but I'm gonna push through and kind of like that mental toughness. And as you, as you're battling that throughout the day and you just continue to press forward, continue to press forward, you'll start, you start to feel better. And even if you hurt, you feel good because it's like, okay, I made it through the day. I may not at 7am, I may not have thought I could make it through the day. But at 9, 9 p.m., I made it. Um, and then trying to get good sleep. Um, I know with with me and my MS personally, sometimes sleep can be an issue. Uh, there are nights where I, I, if I get five hours of sleep, I'm doing good. There are some instances where I could sleep 11 hours and still wake up extremely exhausted. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so... The, the exhaustion part of MS for me has been even to this day, the most difficult part to navigate because, you know, and it's crazy because people used to always make, you know, jokes about me like, oh, like you could fall asleep in a drop of a dime. Legitimately, I can. I, I could sit, be sitting on my couch and five minutes later, I'm asleep, you know. Um, and so, you know, it's just really like i said you know my my faith or you know whatever you know you might believe in and if you don't but more importantly outside of that honestly just exercise get active and it doesn't have to be going to lift weights you know five days a week it could be as simple as going outside and taking a 15 minute walk around the block you know something to get your body going um and and then again just you know a positive mindset not every day is going to be a great day you know, I always say, you know, try to make every day great on purpose. It may not be, you know, a great start, but you can make it a great finish. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it, it may be a great start and it may not finish well, but you know what? You you go to bed knowing that, OK, tomorrow is a new day. You know, if I if I'm able to get up and um, put, you know, 10 toes to the ground, then that right there is a win. 
you know, no matter how big or small your wins are, a win is a win. So, you know, definitely take those wins and, and be grateful for them. Oh, I love that outlook. I love your outlook on this whole situation. Um, what surprised you the most and after you got your, your diagnosis? And did you do research on this? Yes, I did do research. Um, what surprised me the most about my research is the fact that I didn't realize, you know, MS affected can affect your body as much as it does. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I, and I, and even now, like I'm, I'm extra careful, like, cause unfortunately when I get, if I get sick, it hits me twice as hard than it would yeah. hit a normal person. Um, I remember, and, um, I remember last year, uh, I got COVID, um, in 2022 and in December of 21, I, I had actually caught, uh, influenza. And it was, you, you would have thought, and I, I legitimately thought like I was dying. Um, when I had the flu, and it was actually, as crazy as it sounds, getting the flu was actually worse for my body than COVID. Um, with COVID, it was more of like you know, the nasty cough, the, the headache, the, the, the lighter symptoms. Um, you know, with the flu, it was... And because it was like I was fighting two battles, I was fighting the flu. And then as a result of getting the flu, I, I'm fighting my MS. Right. And I remember my I remember one day I I woke up and I I, I just I cried. It, it hurt so bad to just even get out of the bed. Mm. And um in that moment, I felt, I felt helpless. Um, I felt less than, um, and and I felt, I felt weak. Um, in March of, of 2022, I had a, it was, it's funny now I can talk about this and, and laugh, but, uh, we had an end of, end of year, um, party for basketball. I'm playing basketball, my players, I'm running up, running up the court. Everything's fine. And literally, it's almost like my legs just stopped working. Oh, I no. dropped. And I'm like, people are, you know, chuckling and, you know, kind of like laughing. And so one of my one of my um, one of my players who came over, I was I, you know, I was very I was, I was coaching middle school. So I was honest with the players and the parents and. And one of my players came over and, you know, they asked me, like, Coach, are you okay? And I said, I, you know, I just whispered, I'm like, I can't move. And I just sat there for, it, it was probably about a minute and a half, but it seemed like forever. And I, I, I'm like, I cannot feel my legs. Like, I cannot physically move my lower half. So about a minute and a half later, like I started to get feeling back and, and that's the only time that I can say that I've been doing something of that magnitude. And it was just like, my body just quit working. Oh, um, wow. You know, I have instances where like, I may be walking and I might stumble a little bit or, um, you know, my, like my, my knee, like my leg may give out, but to like, just completely. And, 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 and it was like the way that I fell 
people who were really paying attention, you could tell that I didn't trip. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, you're running, you're running, you're running, your legs stop. And it was just kind of like, you know, um, you just fall. Like you're just, you just drop. Um, that has to be so scary. <laughs> it was, it was scary and it was embarrassing. Right. <laughs> uh, at first, you know, kind of as a man, it kind of hurt my pride a little right. bit. Uh, but it was more, it was more scary because like I said, it, in that moment, I'm like, I cannot move my legs. Um, so, you know, I started, like I said, I started getting feeling back and I just kind of like, you know, crawled myself over to the bleachers and just picked myself up and I didn't play the rest of the, uh, rest of the time. And I, I remember on the way home, I'm just like, I'm crying and I'm angry. I'm like, you know, this is embarrassing, you know, like my life is, and I had a bad moment. I was like, wow, my life is over. Like I, I, you know, I'm just a shell of myself. And and then I remember, okay, I, I have MS. MS doesn't have me. Yes. It's, this is, unfortunately, this is going to happen. I just have to, I have to be okay with it happening and know that this isn't the end of the road. Mm Mm-hmm. Have you noticed any difference um, after starting your your medication and your therapy? Uh, the biggest difference that I I noticed is a lot of the weakness issues have gotten better. Um, the one issue that I still have, and I just at this point feel like it's always going to be an issue for me, is the fatigue. Like I said, I, I have days where I'm feeling really great. I can you know feel like I can move mountains, and then there's days where I, I'm like. You know, I wake up at seven and by one, I'm, I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> like I'm checked out for the day. Um, and so it's, again, it's just, you know, that is more of t- making sure you're, you're taking your vitamin C. Um, one thing that I, that was another thing. I didn't realize that vitamin C levels in MS really go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, my vitamin C levels are usually always low. So I, I take a vitamin C supplement. Um, once a week to kind of help uh, get those levels up. And I, I noticed that that does help with the fatigue. The fatigue will probably always be there, but the weakness, I have fewer issues with that. Um, I I am able to still play basketball with my kids. I'm still able, you know, to referee basketball. Um, you know, I, I'm able to live a normal life. Um, the only exception to that is that some days I'm, some days may not be the best, but it doesn't define who I am. It doesn't define my life. And it honestly doesn't, you know, it doesn't really phase me anymore now. In the beginning it did, but now I'm just kind of like, you know what? It is what it is. Let me, let this be a testimony for others to bring about awareness for Mm -hmm. MS and especially for men, you know, we as men, we we're so prideful. Um, it is actually it's kind of sickening. And I say this and, you know, myself, you know, we we feel like, oh, you know, we can't go to the doctors like, oh, you know, nothing's wrong with this. Or or, you know, if you show any type of emotion like you're weak and that is the farthest thing from the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I, I think it takes a lot of courage to be willing to you know advocate for yourself um and stand up for for yourself and 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 to do what's right 
And, you know, the message that I would give to anyone out there, but specifically men um, who either are suffering with MS and they know about it or are having symptoms, but haven't been able to get um, tested yet or, or, or just absolutely don't want to, you know, I want you as men, I want you to think about your families and that's whether, you know, whether or not you are married with children, um, you know, parents, if you're a sibling, cousins, you know, people who you value and who are important to you. I want you to think about them because I guarantee you, you ask anyone that values you as a person, they will tell you that they would rather have you here with them, even if you have, even if your life does change a little bit, than for them to not have you at all. And so, you know, I do know that if you leave something, you know, untreated, it could, you know, potentially cause, you know, even more harm. So, Again, if you are having symptoms, get get talk to somebody. Go see a doctor. Go see your neurologist if you have one. And if you have MS and you know it, it is just know that it's okay. You're gonna have bad days. You know, it, it is okay. It's okay to cry. If you have to cry about it, like let that emotion out. Don't don't bottle those emotions in because I mean it is, it does change your life. And you Things that you might have been able to do before, you may not be able to do now, but it doesn't mean that your life is over. You just have to pivot, you know, and, and make the best of it and just try to remain as positive as possible. You know, with, with all the modern medicine that we have, you know, it's just amazing to see what, what medicine can do now. You know, I know like, you know, back in the 80s and the 90s, a diagnosis of MS you know, for some people might have, they might have thought of that as a death sentence, you right. know, and, um, but now, I mean, I mean, it, to me, it's like it, MS is sometimes like on my best days, I look at MS as like no different than someone who has migraines, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's there, you have it, it stinks, but you know, you, you deal with it, you live with it and you just continue to press forward. Right. Do you have hope for the future with, uh, you know, seeing how far we've come in the last, you know, 10, 15 years with that? I really do. Um, right now, I know what I do know is that the Ocrevus is not going to reverse it. The only thing the only thing that I know right now is it, it, it can slow and potentially stop. But it's not going to reverse it. I wholeheartedly believe that at some point we will get to a point with medicine where the where ms the potential for it to be reversed mm -hmm. there that would be and, huge and let me let me repeat that right now ms cannot be reversed it can be slowed down it could be the progression could be slowed or the progression could be could be stopped, but it cannot be reversed. I believe that in, in modern medicine, there will come a time where MS will be able to be reversed and that people who might have found themselves, you know, with limited mobility um, will get mobility back. People who may have been confined to a wheelchair because of MS will be able to walk again. And and that that's the hope. 
Um, that's the hope that I carry each and every day. You know, when I wake up, I see, you know, and my hope personally is my children mm-hmm. being able to continue to play basketball with my son, knowing that one day, you know, I'm going to walk my daughter down the aisle, knowing one day, hopefully I'll have grandkids that I can go outside and, and run around with and play basketball with them, you know, having the freedom to, to live my life in, in a way that kind of represents who I am and, and realizing, again, I might have MS, but MS does not have me. And again, Absolutely. that mindset, you keep that mindset, I'm guaranteeing you, like, it, you will see how much your life can change with just, you know, doing those simple things. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know a better note to end on, Trenton. I mean, I think you've you've covered all of all of the points and questions that I had today. You're inspirational, uh, and you have such wonderful advice for for those walking this journey. Any any parting um, thoughts before we end? Uh, the only, I guess, my parting thought would be, uh, again, it is it is okay. It's okay to to have bad days. For those of you who are who may be struggling with MS, it's okay to have bad days. Um, it is it is okay to show emotion. Um, but what I will say, you know, is not okay. Or I would I would challenge you to not do is don't quit. Don't don't give up. Press forward. Seek you know seek help, you know, see, you know, do go to your appointments, get active. If, if you can, it, it, like I said, it could be as simple as just a 15 minute walk. Um, and, but most importantly, just remind yourself each and every day that again, I have MS, but MS does not have me. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Trenton. This has been just a wealth of information and knowledge. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.